Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. This is a transformative time for black America. Our income is at an all-time high, and the opportunity for economic empowerment is unprecedented. It's not just about dreaming anymore. It's about turning those dreams into reality by creating blueprints for generational wealth. Prudential has a remarkable history of supporting communities and institutions that have been overlooked for far too long. For instance, they've pledged a staggering $1 billion to programs, partners, and initiatives focused on historically excluded communities. Build your financial blueprint today at prudential.com slash blueprints. All right, here we go. Pac-12 fans, this one's for you. Put your hands up! This is the Pac-12 Apostles. Keeping it real. And only the truth lives here. Pac-12 Apostles. Apostles. The end of the regular season is upon us. I mean, sort of, because it's the Pac-12 championship game and then Cal still has to play USC with a new head coach and the interims are gone. Anyways, that's the Pac-12 for you people. Um, I'm George Reister. He's Ralph Amson. And this is the Pac-12 Apostles, the podcast by Pac-12 fans for Pac-12 fans, where we get the truth about the conference, no sugarcoating, no BS. We keep it 100. And you guys can always shoot us a text, 818-293-7547. Make sure you share it with a friend. Tell a friend about the episode. Leave a five-star rating wherever you listen to it. Yeah. So um, we will cover the the teams and give a recap of their entire seasons next week on the episode. And John Wilner will be back with us for that Pac-12 awards, all of that stuff. But we would be remiss if we did not talk about the coaching changes going on in the conference and how those things are impacting everybody involved. And the Mario Cristobal to Miami rumors, while Manny Diaz is still the head coach, bro, that shows you how dysfunctional Miami is. But anyways, Ralph, the biggest news was well, we actually got some head coaches in the Pac-12. You had Jake Dickert um, announced as Washington State's long-term, well, at least 
current head coach because who knows how long-term these coaching hires are. Do you like the hire? I do, but I'm not uh, – like I'm an unreliable – narrator on this one right like i'm super biased anybody that's ever worked for craig bowl i'm a huge fan of uh, anybody that's come out of that wyoming or north dakota state pipeline i think is always going to be a great hire um they hired away brian ward the defensive coordinator um out at nevada he's from that craig bowl coaching tree so jake dickert's not going to be calling the defense um he did a lot and i think he gets he gets a lot of credit Sometimes the amount of credit that Jake Dickert gets for holding everything together at Washington State makes me a little uncomfortable. Like these kids don't like they need a steady hand to convince them to go out and play football. Like I, I, like the kids don't want to not succeed. It was it, it, they did a lot of really positive things and he deserves credit for it. But I mean, they really, really make it sound like these kids wouldn't even know how to wipe their ass if Jake Dickert hadn't a you know, stepped in. And that's not, yeah, that's not the case. They, exactly. These, these kids are all really good football players, but I mean, for the offense not to fall off is impressive for a bunch of people to not hit the transfer portal is super impressive because a lot of those guys were there because coach Rolovich was recruiting them in their time with Hawaii. And, and even more so, a lot of these guys are Mike Leach guys. Um, but to keep things together the way that he did, I think he's a good candidate. I think he's a good team player. I think he fits with, you know, kind of the politics of the state of Washington. Um, not that any of this issue is political to begin with, uh, but the truth of the matter is you're not going to get a lot of pushback from him uh, on the stuff that you're getting pushback from Rolovich on. Um, it gives them continuity. He earned it. They almost went to a Pac-12 championship game. They won the Apple Cup. I like it. I like it. And if they didn't, if they didn't do something, they were going to lose him. He oh, might have yeah. been the next guy at Fresno State after after Kalen DeBoer got the head coaching job, or he might be at Colorado State, which is which is open right now. Um, See, I so thought it was the right I, answer. I liked it. I thought it was the right yeah. answer because you got a guy who wants to be there. Like, it, isn't it the most important thing is to find somebody who wants to be at your school and is not just like, oh, how how quickly can I get out of this shithole? <laughs> you know, and for sure. And Our guy, Andrew Hobner, made a really interesting point. He said that everybody in the Craig Bowl coaching tree, like you have to give Craig Bowl credit at Wyoming for giving them a six-win floor as a team. And he's not wrong. Up until Craig Bowl got there, Wyoming went to three bowls in my lifetime, my whole life. And they go to a bowl almost every year now. And so if Jake Dickert can turn Washington State into a bowl appearance is the floor team, this is what Andrew Hobner is saying, then it's a good hire. Or do you think their expectations should be higher than that based on the fact that Mike Leach was able to, to get him a few eight, nine win seasons? So I believe firmly, right, that teams like Washington State, that you cannot uh, try to win the Pac-12 every single year. I think that that's an unrealistic expectation. I think that you have to be very strategic and capitalize when you have strike strike when you have opportunities. Like I think that you should be trying to be a seven win team every single year, seven win team every single year. But then, but then try to get to the Rose Bowl when you when when you have spikes. You see what I'm saying? Like to win yeah. your when the stars align and you have a quarterback, you've got some veterans who are going to the NFL and they came back for their senior year or like and then you have a chance at a 10, 11 win season because yeah. you, you're you not going to be able to win a national championship at Washington State. 
And I don't think that their fans are in denial about that. But I do believe that you can every, you know, four to five years compete to win the conference. And and if you win the conference, you know, once every four or five years and get to go to the Rose Bowl, that's an absolute win. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. I, I, I don't know. Can you can you think of anybody who would have been better? No, no, because because aside from that, right, because the thing that Dickert gives you is, you know, the kids know him. They like him. He's a good leader. He's going to do the things necessary to keep the glue. He's the glue that kept everything together in a time when the team could have easily fallen apart. So he was the obvious choice. If they lose, if they do win the conference, like you're saying, if they win the conference, he's gone, though. Yep. But that's going to be anybody who's in that role. And that's just the truth of the matter. They'd be happy to make that trade, wouldn't they? What? To That if they won the conference, they'd lose their head coach? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. If, if they got to go to a Rose Bowl and then they lost their head coach. But Jake Dickert seems, seems like a guy to me that would coach them in the bowl game. In the bowl. Yeah, you're right. Luke Fickle situation. Yeah. Where he might or, cost himself some opportunities because he, he's staying the course, unlike yeah. Brian Kelly. Dude, it, it, because like you here, here's the thing about opportunities. When it's for you, it's for you. Yeah. And and you can't have the scarcity mindset. Oh, I got to get out of here now because because Notre Dame's open for the I mean, uh, no, Notre Dame's open for the first time in a long time. I got to go take it. And I was like, bro, I'm building something good at Cincinnati. We're going yeah. to the Big 12. Like there, there are he's already making five million dollars a year, and when you include the bonuses and all of that, and he's like, I'll get more raise my 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 pay will go up when I go to the Big Twelve. My family's here. I don't want to go build. To, like I respect the hell out of that so much because yeah. like money is important, but money doesn't buy you happiness. And money doesn't give you the things that you want the most. The man is beloved in the city of Cincinnati. The university will do anything that that he asks. Like what what more do you want? To, and you can build something. Like he's in a unique situation because of where the university is situated. He can get kids from Ohio, get kids from Michigan, get kids from you know Indiana. Like there's Tennessee. Fertile recruit, recruiting ground around there, and and when he goes into somebody's house and it's like I'm not leaving, I think that you can. He's probably the one of the more trustworthy coaches. I would say him, Nick Saban, obviously, um, because of his situation. There's nowhere better, really. Um, if Mario Cristobal stays at Oregon, you can believe him. I think uh, Matt Campbell at Iowa State that that he's on the short list of people that if he says I'll be here, you can take that to the bank that he'll be there. Okay, so then let's get into a little bit of the psychology of how this podcast is put together. You played at Oregon. Do you unabashedly root for Oregon success? I do. Do is there is there part of you that likes the Jake Dickert hire because it's in no way threatening? No. No, 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 no. I like the Jake Dickert hire because I think it's good for Washington State. 
like it like it doesn't serve like like I don't live by the scarcity principles that a lot of other people do that that what's what's bad for you is good for me if if I think that I'm elite then what does it matter what you do when 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 the elevation of your team so it, if this means that Washington state wins its non-conference games and doesn't lose to fucking BYU <laughs> sign me up bro sign me up just just as long as my Oregon Ducks beat them we're good like what Washington state can finish 11 and 1 every single year as long as as long as the Ducks beat them they, then then the, the Jake Dickert hire is great. It it bought like the people in the Pac-12, especially fans, they live by scarcity. Oh, what's what what's good for USC is bad for me. Nah, bro. They it just caused you higher and now you gotta do better. That's fair. That's fair. Um I I like it. I'm a homer for all the Wyoming stuff, but I do like the hire. I did think it went a little bit overboard of like Jake Dickert the savior. Give some credit to the kids. They've been in the program a lot of, you know, a long time across three head coaches now. Um, I think Colorado is one of the only other schools that's in that situation. Well, a lot of these kids are weathered. They know what to do. Um, they've been forced to kind of take care of themselves. It's like a, a stepdad gets cycled into a house, you know, for those times when the stepdad's not around or you don't have a new stepdad, kids got to figure out how to make their own sandwiches. Right. So yep. I kind of felt like a lot of, a lot of the leadership of Washington state was kind of in that position, but Jaden Delora looks good. They look promising coming in back in the next year. It, 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 the, the offense is still clicking. Um, he brought in somebody to run the defense that is, knows the exact philosophy that he was operating and answers based defense um, that, that it's very possible could turn Washington state into a completely different style uh, of team of not just the guy that have to go out there and outscore you. So uh, I say good for them. Let's move on to your Washington Huskies hiring Kalen DeBoer from Fresno state in what is one of the weirdest head coach slash uh, quarterback journeys because Jake Hayner is following him back to Washington. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now. 
Hey guys, Mario Lopez here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit biotoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. So he, he officially committed? I, I think so. Let me let me look. So, I think somebody okay, so at, while while you're down. looking, I'll give people the history. So Jake Hayner, who played at Fresno State, beat UCLA, had a hell of a game against Oregon as well, who uh, lit it up this this year at Fresno State, uh, may be transferring back to Washington, where he originally started his college football career. But then he got uh, thrown to the wolves <laughs> and they told him to kick rocks. And he went to Fresno State. Now his head coach is going back to Washington, and Jake Hayner may be going back back there. Be so that means Dylan Morris, you better hop in the portal, buddy. Um, Sam Sam he has Hewitt sent a text message. He's heavily expected to go to Washington, but did send a text message saying that he hasn't committed yet. Yeah. So if he goes right, Sam Hewitt, who's the kid that they all want because he's Brock Hewitt or or one of the Hewitt's kids. He was a five-star kid, and he looked—he did not look good in the in the Apple Cup. Uh, but and uh, and Jake Hayner going back—that would mean if you're Dylan Morris, do you hop in the portal? I mean, I think Dylan Morris probably got to hop in the portal anyway because they made him sit out the Apple Cup. But like, uh, so I think it's probably time for for Dylan Morris to find a new home. But it would be interesting to see Jake Hayner come back to Seattle to compete with a five star because it was him losing to a local five star that put him on the path to go to Fresno State and build up new head coach Caitlin DeBoer to the point where he was an attractive option to replace Jimmy Lake at Washington. So he'd be right back in the same situation he was in competing with a, a five star local legend. And that is an interesting place for him to be. So maybe it's not the best choice for him to go back to Seattle to face the same exact situation that he left in the first place. No, nah, because if his head coach is there, he knows Jake Hayner. He know he's, right. he's going to run the same offense, the same reads. Jake, it is Jake Hayner's job to lose. Like there's how can he lose that job? How a lot of people felt that way about Blake Barnett when he was a five star transfer from Alabama to Arizona State and Arizona State hired Billy Napier, the Alabama wide receivers coach, to be the uh, to be the offensive coordinator. At ASU. See, but the but difference Billy is that the Blake wide receivers Barnett, coach, not the head coach. Correct. And the difference is, is that Blake Barnett hadn't really been on the field. Right. He was benched and, for uh, uh, not to a uh, hurts. Yeah. Jalen hurts. Yeah. Um, and Jake Hayner has uh, put up some uh, very impressive stats against good teams. So if you look at Jake Hayner from this year, the dude threw for 3,800 yards, 32 touchdowns, and only nine picks, and you think that dude is not going to end up starting? Come on. Come on, bro. 
Um, that, but, but about the hire though, I liked the hire because it's solid, right? Yeah. It, you may not get the greatest defense in the entire world immediately because Fresno State has not been a, a, a defensive juggernaut, but you are going to score score points. And Washington, I don't think that they were prepared to spend the type of money it was going to take to get a quote-unquote splash hire, but they got a solid hire, and this is from their grinder kind of mentality it's not going to excite recruits and spawn immediate decommits like Lincoln Riley did going to USC and other cook commitments but two three years from now this will pay dividends but but it's not going to immediately turn like Washington will be a bowl eligible team next year but their recruiting class is not going to take some major uptick this year it wasn't good last year, and the year before that was kind of sus too. So they're going to have a roster problem, but it's going to be like they're not going to compete for the Pac-12 for a couple more years. But year year four, year five, they're going to be in a solid position. Well, so Kalen DeBoer is an interesting hire because he's had a very meteoric rise, right? He 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 had a pretty good run. Um, at, at Fresno State, uh, but he wasn't there very long. He's only 47 years old. He, he It's kind of a regionally appropriate uh, hire. He's from South Dakota. I mean, that's not it, – it's sort of regional, sort of. Um, he, he just – he's riding a wave of success. He's been in Eastern Michigan, Southern Illinois, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's it it's interesting because he was he he was also really well known at University of Sioux Falls from 05 to 09 for like never losing. 67 and 3. 3 NIAI national championships. And there's a lot of guys that it doesn't matter what level you're at, if you can coach, you can coach. He has not lost 10 games, George, in his career. Really? Really. He's 79 and 9. That's very very respectable, dude. Yeah, it ain't bad. Is that's not bad. I mean, it's not going to be. That's not going to be uh, the road he's hoeing at, at at Washington, at least not for a couple of years. But co- coaches can, if you can coach, you can coach. Yep. It's just going to be a matter of does he have the right staff in place that can that that can recruit in a way that is sustainable. Because that's that's what I think they ran into is they got a guy in that wasn't necessarily didn't have the network, didn't have a lot of experience, had really only been a recruiter, but didn't jump into the situation the way Cristobal did to where I'm the face of the program. I'm going to be the hardest working guy, you know, in order to commit. You, it's got to go through me and everybody else I'm surrounded by is uh, top of their field as a coach. You know, that's not what Washington did. They had a guy with limited resources who was like, well, I need a guy that's called plays before. (laughs) So they bring in an offensive coordinator that had called plays before, but he'd been fired multiple times. And you end up in the situation that you end up in. So, you know, I, I think, I think it's a good hire, but it's risky. But at the same time, I don't think, I don't know that they weren't going to go out and make a splash and spend Brian Kelly money. Right. Yeah, for sure. 
So that's that that's their limitation. And I think based on that limitation alone, they probably got the best guy. Interesting enough, if Jay Norvell goes 10 and two instead of eight and four at Nevada this year, he's probably the right guy. So it's it's kind of weird uh, what the conditions are to hire um, when you're basing it on the amount of success somebody had in a specific year. You would hope that it would be based on sustained success. And Kalen DeBoer is another one of those guys. That's, he's only been a head coach at the highest level for two years. And the last time he was a head coach before that was 2009. Mm, mm. Yeah, so I I think we both agree that it's a good hire for Washington. Now on to the biggest, <laughs> the biggest hire, and that is um, Lincoln Riley going to USC. This came out of nowhere. The USC insiders that I've talked to who usually have a very close beat on everything in the program, they were like, bro, we thought that after you had, you know, James Franklin say that he was staying, uh, Mel Tucker, like all the big name coaches that signed extensions, they thought that they were going to get Matt Campbell, which is clearly a good coach and would have won. But it would have been more like a Kalen DeBoer hire at Washington than like they wouldn't have won the press conference on the same level that they did with Lincoln Riley. But from everything that I've learned, uh, that Lincoln Riley opposed vehemently Oklahoma going to the big, uh, going to the SEC. He fought it as hard as he could, and they did it anyway. And that's what opened up his flirtatious uh, side. And so, um, <laughs> I love this hire for USC. I think that they could not have done better. Um, it's going to immediately give them a big boost in recruiting. Already has. Yeah. Yeah. They got Relique Brown to commit. Uh, They're going to get Malachi Nelson, the top quarterback, and Makai Lemon, his uh, wide receiver from modern day as well, to commit. So I'm super, super. I mean, it, it is going to be a big deal. And But there are people who, Ralph, who are like, Oh, this is going to, this is terrible for us. This is, uh, the Pac-12 is over. Lincoln Riley's going to run the Pac-12. And I'm like, slow the hell down. He still has never had a great defense at Oklahoma. He's bringing Alex Grinch with him, playing cover four. This is not a layup. Have you seen his offense the last two two seasons? They've struggled. So I'm not getting ready to sit over here and act like that. Struggled the way Oregon struggled. Struggled their way to ten wins. Yeah, but um, but uh, but I'm saying like that. that but yeah, they, you're right. It's not over. The book's not closed on the Pac-12. Correct. I, I think the team that has been hurt the most by him coming to the Pac-12 is Arizona State. It, it, yes, in in one way they were hurt in the way that they want to be the best team in the Pac-12 South. That door is closed. Yeah, they they missed their window. Yeah, like, they missed their window in the way that like Arizona State's best players used to be guys that uh, USC didn't have room for in their recruiting class. They'll probably be helped. Yeah, because people are going to want to stick around the Pac-12 
when there's more than just one super marketable good team. Yeah. And it was weird. It was like people people were running as far as they could away from USC because they didn't want to have anything to do with with Clay Helton. Which is crazy because he, you know, it it's still USC. Like it still would have benefited them in some way, even to go out there and go eight and four or whatever. And if they had banded together, they might have, you know, been a been a uh, a ten win team every other season or whatever. And and they still did have some success, uh, but they did it with a lot of kids that that you know they probably wouldn't have even been recruiting if the ones they wanted um, weren't either going to Oregon or leaving the conference altogether. Yep. And I, I think a rising tide lifts all ships. So the idea, so if Lincoln Riley comes and that gets more recruits to stay out West, they're not only going to go to USC. They're going to be like, oh, I'll go to UCLA. There's better players in it. So the idea that, oh, there's not good players in the assuming, Pac-12. Assuming UCLA recruits them. <laughs> right? Assuming <laughs> UCLA actually recruits them. Yeah, so... Like, and, and, oh no, this this guy's this this guy's hand measurement is nine and three quarters of inch is instead of ten. Like, yeah, but he's a five star. Yeah, but he's got a quarter inch too small hands. Pass. That's the type of crap that Chip Kelly's been doing for the last four years. <laughs> and so now you're gonna have Oregon who's recruiting extremely well. That that's not gonna stop. Yes, there's gonna be some more competition for the for those kids. But if Oregon can beat USC because they play them n- next year while, while, while USC is at a deficit uh, still, and then they're going to turn around and play UCLA the following year, and then USC the year after that. So now Oregon has an opportunity to keep their recruiting momentum going. I think this is a great hire for USC, but I don't – I mean, it's not bad for Utah at all because – Utah doesn't really like that's not who uh, Tyro uh, Whittingham goes after. I don't know why I always want to call him Tyrone Whittingham. Uh, that man is on your mind all the time. All he did was go in twelve. Yeah. So. Um, <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. So you have, but you, Utah you're right. who's Utah not going to be not, impacted. Um, yeah, not really. Arizona's not in the market for five-star kids at this point. So they're right. not that like they're going to be low four-star, high three-star kids. So they're not going to be impacted. Um Colorado is kind of more Arizona like somewhere in between Arizona and Utah re- recruiting. And they like, they really try to make a home in Texas. Yeah, Colorado has kind of Colorado's kind of been the one Pac-12 team that has a little bit of a foothold in Texas. Yeah, consistent foothold. Correct. And then we we talked about UCLA already, and then we talked about Arizona State already. So that that's the Pac-12 South, and then the Pac-12 North. It doesn't impact Washington State or Oregon State at all, right? Right. Um. It impacts, and we already talked about the Oregon impact. Washington, it may have somewhat of an impact for some of like the four-star guys that would normally go up there on defense and all of that that they get from the the Los Angeles area. Maybe a little bit of an impact there. Uh, Stanford, I mean, is there an impact on Stanford? I don't even know. Is, is the, I don't even know what Stanford's doing in terms of football. Not right? really. Stanford's still its own. Even if Stanford was successful, they're still their own thing. I think. I think it affects Arizona State, and I think it 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 makes things interesting with Oregon, which is what we want. 
It's really what we want. We want we want the end of the season. You know, you look at all these conference championships that are about to be played, and it's a bunch of like eighth ranked team versus tenth ranked team, third ranked team versus fifth ranked team, and then you have the Pac twelve, right? Which is like tenth versus twenty fifth or something like that. No, so, it's tenth it, versus fourteen. They really gave Utah. All right, all right, all right. I would like. Uh, is San Diego State ranked ahead of Utah? Ooh, because they should be. Good- um, 11 and one. Did you know San Diego State's never won 11 games before? No, I did. I did but, not know that. But to answer your question, no, Utah is ranked in front of San Diego State. Mm, I don't know about that. I know it went to overtime or whatever, but I, I think you got to give San Diego State some respect for what they did this year. Um, but yeah, so I, I mean, I, I look at uh, I look at what USC did. I'm impressed. I do wonder if they're going to keep Dante. He's still acting like the coach. He still had like a he still lectured them for 30 minutes yesterday <laughs> about their upcoming game. PS they still have another game to play with Cal. It's basically their that, bowl game because that that he's dude, imagine coaching games and you're like, hey guys, I know that this is gonna be our last time together. But but Dante Williams had been telling recruits that he may be retained as the head coach when everybody else knew that he wasn't. So, right. And he's bringing over Alex Grinch to run the defense. So how does that work, Ralph? Because if you are Dante Williams, you're not going to be the defensive coordinator. Right. I think he's bringing over his defensive backs coach. So where where is there a place for you that's not a super huge demotion that's recruiting only? Special teams. That's a huge demotion, bro. And he's and it's not like he's going to name him head coach. Assi- he, no, bro, he's not going to no. name him assistant head head coach. He doesn't even know him Who- like that. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. Hey guys, it's Steve Cavino from Cavino and Rich here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. 
Like a rugged half-ton tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with the new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. When you buy a Toyota truck... You buy Toyota Dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer. Check out the amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. All right, so who should be on the phone with Dante immediately? Who should be trying to get Dante Williams? Washington, Arizona, Oregon. (laughs) Can oh. I give you one? Oh. Because I don't think that Dante should take Oh, my God. UCLA. That's where – oh, my God. If I, if I no, were that's, Chip, I would be yeah. like, yo, I need you. Over here, bro. Hey, because yeah. he will close the deal, and he'll do what Chip doesn't want to do, which is recruit. Well, I'll tell you this. Colorado State's open right now. I don't think Dante Williams would be a good fit at Colorado State. It's a weird job. But I do think that Jay Norvell, because he – didn't get Washington. He didn't get Washington State. Reno's a hard place to coach. It would not surprise me if Jay Norvell went for the Colorado State job. It would not surprise me if the man that wanted the Colorado State job two years ago, Todd Graham, tries to leave Hawaii for it. I think that if maybe not Hawaii, because again, Hawaii is also a weird job. I think let, let's say that Jay Norvell jumps from Nevada to Colorado State, hypothetically. I don't know if you're Dante Williams. I don't know if you want to step down. Once you had a taste of what it's like to be in charge, maybe that's what you want to do. Correct. The, that's and that the Nevada job, that Nevada job, or that would be a good UNLV start. if they let go of Arroyo. Yeah, yeah, that's possible. We might have to wait a year for that. He could sit out. He could sit. He could sit out and court suitors and and figure things out. Or sometimes, if you sit out, that you know that creates uh, issues for you know, whether or not you're in demand or whatever. But I, I do know he'll be in 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 huge demand. Uh, I don't think if I was him, I would want to go back to being a position coach after being a head coach for almost a full season. Oh, yeah. Um, last and, and, one and I want to hit on. when you didn't get fired, like, you know, yeah. like a lot of other coaches do. Last one I want to hit on because there was a rumored coaching change that never took place, and it has resulted in retaining the starting quarterback, uh, instead of you know the most infamous quarterback in college football joining up, um, and that is Herm Edwards was not fired, which he never was going to be, um, but Ray Anderson was not fired. Therefore, Herm Edwards did not retire. He stuck around, and Jaden Daniels has decided to come back at Arizona State. It's not technically a coaching move, but it is. What do you think about Arizona State running it back under the scrutiny of the investigation with the same head coach, probably the same DC, maybe the same OC, even though he's up for the Auburn job. What do you think of that? Uh, this feels like throwing good money after bad. Like it, it's like what's what's going to Ralph? And you're an Arizona State guy, so yeah. What could possibly happen next year to make this feel like a success? I don't think that what could happen next year. Yes, I'm talking about yes, that like that keeping the band back together. Like how does uh, that supposed to work? 
double digit wins would be the best thing. I don't think anybody's thinking that they got a shot to win the South because they're graduating a lot of the the defensive backs who helped get them there. They're getting Jermaine Lole back. That's good. But the linebackers are going to be new. Defensive backs are going to be new. Probably have to get a new DB's coach. Uh, they lost Chip Trainum, their running back. Um, Rashad White declared for the draft and sent me a three-paragraph DM. Wait, Rashad White declared for the draft? <laughs> Rashad White declared for the draft and then let me know that he didn't like that I didn't think he was um, uh, conference player of the year material. But we'll get into that later. It's all respect. I still think he's the best how? running back in the Pac-12. He was just hurt. Um, how, how does he declare for the NFL? I don't Bro, he had a thousand six yards rushing, George. He is good. He is good. And I'm I mean, not saying he's not good, bro. I'm, I'm not saying that he's not good. He's technically a senior. It's one of those you could be a senior if you wanted to things. I, I don't know. Here, Here's what I think. Herm Edwards kind of alluded several times when he came in that it was a five-year gig. A lot of Arizona State fans thought that they would give that job to Danny Gonzalez when it was all said and done. Danny Gonzalez went and took the job at his alma mater at New Mexico, um, which I don't know if that scares you, George, about Mario Cristobal in Miami. Uh, But Danny Gonzalez took the job at New Mexico and they elevated Antonio Pierce and then started talking about him being the next head coach. That's probably not going to happen now, given everything that's happened, but maybe. I mean, windows still cracked a little bit there. Um, But if they have to make a change next year and it's wholesale change, I understand it because making a change this year would have been really tough. This would not the year to go into the head coaching market. It really wasn't. Yep. Um, especially when you don't know if you're going to have sanctions or whatever. So maybe running it back is the right thing to do. The players like Herm. Um, I was talking to a, a college coach. I was talking to a college coach the other day and they're like, well, you know, what do you think of, you know, how the players feel about Herm Edwards? And I was like, well, they like Herm. They like the position coaches that are close to their age, but like, I like the people that are my age that watch the same TV shows as me. That doesn't mean I want to work for them or it doesn't mean they'd get the best out of me, you know? So it, it's one of those situations where they, they got a, I don't know. They got a couple of really good coaches on staff. I really like Robert Rodriguez, their defensive line coach. I think he'd make a good head coach, but I don't know. It's a snooze button an indefinite snooze. Like if you hit the snooze button and it wasn't nine minutes, it was just a random amount of time. That's that's what Arizona State did. Yeah. They hit the random snooze. Exactly. And I don't know I don't know what that means for them. Even though they're gonna have Jaden Daniels back, a lot of the same receivers, they're gonna get their whole class, recruiting class out of the portal. But we'll get more into a season ending um diagnostic of all twelve teams plus a recap of the Pac twelve championship on next week's episode. We just wanted to make sure that we checked in, talked about some of the coaching changes. And we'll find out if Mario Cristobal is still the head coach of Oregon when we return. <laughs> he will still be the head coach, even though he's going to go uh, full fat Joe after beating Utah. Yesterday's prices are not today's prices. <laughs> um, All right. Last question. Last question. If Kyle Whittingham wins, if they win, because this is about to kick off in a couple hours, there's rumors of him retiring. Do you think that could happen? Uh, yes, but um, he may have to re- retire without a win because he won't be beating Oregon today because they are mad, mad, bro. Give me a replacement because it can't be his DC, I don't think. Not in 2021. 
Um, Who would be a replacement for Whittingham? Would Sataki make the jump? Absolutely. From BYU? Absolutely not. No, no. Um, Utah head coach, Dante Williams. (laughs) Oh, no. Hell no. Bro, he'll never fit. He'll never reach that, bro. Um, Okay, so maybe. Okay, so and maybe somebody for maybe BYU's offensive coordinator. Oh, he's great. Yeah. You can't say anything bad about him if you're a Pac-12 fan. Correct. He whooped our asses. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. Um, mm, That's all we got, right? That's it? Yep. Yeah. Oh, okay. Fi- finally, prediction for the Pac-12 conference game, championship game, so we can have it on record. Oh, okay. Um, 28-24 Oregon. Okay. I got it 34 to 24 Oregon. Wow. We just watched a 37 point Utah win and neither one of us is respecting it. It's hard to beat a team twice though. Yes. Especially in close proximity. And when you kick their ass, they're, they're pulling out all stops, bro. Um, yep. As long as they run the ball, as long as it's not seven touches for Travis die. Oh, they, they will, bro. They will run this foot football. Um, you guys, that's Pac-12 Apostles. I'm George Reiser. He's Ralph Hampson. Peace out. Catch you guys next week early. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. If you're ready for an epic family vacation, there's no better place than sunny Orlando. Exciting thrills, never-ending food festivals, fresh new dining experiences, outdoor adventures, and Florida's natural springs, and so much more. Orlando has it all. And Visit Orlando's vacation planners can help you plan the perfect trip. In Orlando, anything is possible, if you can imagine it. And that's what makes Orlando unbelievably real. Plan your escape today and save at visitorlando.com. This is where projects come to life. Our showrooms are designed to inspire with the latest products from top brands, curated in an inviting, hands-on environment, and a team of industry experts to support your project. We'll be there to make sure everything goes as planned, from product selection to delivery coordination. At Ferguson Bath, Kitchen, and Lighting Gallery, your project is our priority. Find great brands like Thermador at your local showroom or visit us online at ferguson.com build.